Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Radio family, happy weekend. Good morning. Welcome to another weekend edition of Community Focus. Great company as always. That includes you, members of our community, and certainly members of our Community Focus family. And I am really elated because... This gentleman is not just, and actually, I cannot believe you are what I call, Scott, the newest member of our Community Focus family, because we go so far back. But I am just so happy to have you on the program to talk about the organization you spearhead and the good things that are taking place in our communities with you. First of all, let me say good morning to you, Scott. Abdul Salam. It has been a while, my friend. How are you? I am wonderful, Renee Vaughn. Thank you yes. for the oh, whole you're name. You're so welcome. <laughs> Not a problem. Well, thank you for this great organization, which very likely uh, many in our radio family have heard of Scott Cares Foundation, whose mission is to embrace the arts while teaching and promoting computer literacy and technology. But for those who may be new to our public affairs program or maybe just new to the area and want to learn more about the foundation, who better to ask than, than the the founding member, the president, CEO, if you will, of, of the organization in, in you. And yeah. thank you so much for taking the time out to really familiarize us, those who may already be familiar. But again, like I said, for those who may be just tuning into the program for the first time. So let's start from the very beginning. When was the foundation founded and whom and why? Well, before I say that, thank you so much for this platform. I You're do believe welcome. that we learn a lot with folks in this community uh, through Community Focus. So thank, thank you. you for allowing us a microphone to be heard and a platform to dance on. Absolutely. So thank you so much. Absolutely. Um, Cares Foundation um, was started in 2005 by me, uh, namesake me. And really, I wanted to create an organization that kind of melded two of my passions, which was art and technology. And oftentimes, um, you know, growing up, I know that sometimes our parents, sometimes just people in general had this uh, stigma or this connotation about the arts and starving artists and things like that. But, But I wanted to meld these two things this creative side and this technical side together to show potential, to show lie in people, cultivate that to create something amazing yeah. for the community and for the world. Absolutely. And so, yeah, so, so again, started in 2005, 
uh, wanted to meld the, both of my passions, art and technology. And it was a way to help benefit the community through promoting entrepreneurship with young, promote teaching and learning uh, of the arts and technology uh, for, the, for those that had the same passion. I love that, Scott. And I wanted to go back a little bit to what you were saying about the starving artists, because it, it's, it tickles me at times when we and we hear this either from from our own family members or friends or just people in general. Oh, you're an artist. How nice. Right. You know, it, it's like, OK, you're in a business where you're not making any money. You're not doing really a whole lot. But I love oh how you say the two really correlate and you really cannot have one without the other and, and vice versa. So thank you for, for putting to rest, hopefully, that myth <laughs> and rumor about the starving artists. We are anything but, especially when we talk about exactly. technology in, in general, whether it be in the field of music, whether it be yeah. in the field of arts, whether it be in the field of entertainment. Yeah, especially in this day and age with the technology that is so readily available at our yeah. fingertips. You know, yeah. if if a person could just see, like you said, what you and I do behind the scenes, they, they only get to see and hear the finished product of, right, of sorts. Right. But to really have a person to spend a day in a studio and to see how much blood, sweat and tears, energy, time and resources are put into giving you. The product that you listen to, that you buy, that you share with your family and friends. So, yeah, that's... Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Fabulous. (laughs) Well, I try every now and then. (laughs) No, but I'll tell you this, Renee. So... I think that a lot of times the misconception is, and and, and I share this on different platforms of the arts, because as an artist, you're almost, let's say, your compensation is exceeding the expectation of the individual. So if it's the music, if it's the art, if it's the, if whatever it is, by you exceeding the expectation, that is gratifying to the artist. Mm -hmm. So where they think 
your compensation is is gratitude. No, we still need money. Exactly. We still have to make a living like everybody else. (laughs) Exactly. But the first uh, feel-good moment for the creator uh, of uh, the art is that it has made someone, it has changed their life or made them happy. And so that is payment for the artist first. Right, right. But I, I think... When you go to school, so you can teach how to put a dollar sign or a price tag mm-hmm. to your art. That's what they said the starving artist is because he'll give his stuff away for free because he wants you to be happy. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, that is that is the art side of it and the feel good humanitarian side of it and the right. philanthropy side of it. But the reality is, I live in a house that has a mortgage. Exactly, <laughs> I drive a car <laughs> that has a car note, right? <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> You know, these things just aren't given to me. And, you know, it's so interesting that you touch on that, Scott, because when and this makes me think of when we look at at documentaries that kind of go behind the scenes of a lot of artists that we listen to and and we sort of find out the backstory of how they became, you know, famous, how they became so popular when they do Mm -hmm. the breakdown of how the management usually gets paid first. How the lawyers usually get paid first, how the beauticians Mm. and barbers Mm. get paid first. And by the time it trickles down to the artists themselves, we get very little, if anything. It's not until maybe that fourth or fifth album comes out, depending upon the status of it, if it goes gold, if it goes platinum. And, and right. you know, I, I'm pretty sure we have a lot of uh, music majors or those in the arts who are listening yeah. to us. They know exactly yeah. what we're talking about. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. You have to protect yourself. True. And you have to know know your craft. Yes. And, and do the research. You know, do the Absolutely. research. Absolutely. Do research. You remind you know? me, Scott, so much. And I do believe, do you remember a dear friend, uh, unfortunately, she passed away a few years ago. But she was a very integral part of the students over at North Carolina A&T State University. Her name was Dee Cherie Lofton. <laughs> That's my son. You remember, you remember Cherie? <laughs> oh, uh, yes, yes, yes. Now, Cherie and I worked briefly here at the radio yes. station. We're under a, a new company name now in Odyssey. But at the time, we were Intercom. Mm. And, yep. and I remember when Dee was here, she was constantly involved with her students. She was trying to show them the importance of knowing the business side because, you know, you have so many young people that want to get into that field, but they have no idea how much hard work is put into it and how much they are used as an artist. And and a lot of times it's not exactly in a positive way. And so what Cherie made it her mission to do was to educate her kids, like in learning the business side. Instead yes. of just being the artist, you, you need to learn yes. how to be the writer, perhaps yes. the person who plays the instrument, all the yes. integral things yes. that are so important in, in terms of managing your money. Do you remember the story, and I'm using the Queen of Soul, Aretha Franklin, mm-hmm. as an example, mm-hmm. because recently uh, the, bio, the biopic on her life, and I'm hearing yeah. rave reviews of the performance Jennifer Hudson oh. gave. But when Aretha first started in that business, it was her mantra that she would get paid up front. And a lot of times Aretha was like, you pay me in cash or Aretha Franklin don't hit the stage. (laughs) Smart ladies. But but, but I think, though, I mean, to that point. Yeah. Think about it. 
think about the person that has the creative, the creative, right? The voice, right, the music. exactly. Uh, so I think what sometimes because it's something that you love to do, uh, I don't want to say that you feel guilty for taking the money, but I, sometimes I think they're afraid to ask for it up front. Like she understood Stood. her value and her worth. Exactly. And she says, hey, listen, I need you to pay me. Right. So up front. And, and you get like that the, the longer you're in this business. Exactly. But in the beginning, sometimes you tend to, uh, I don't want to say, uh, give your stuff away for free right. um, be, because you feel that you have to prove yourself. No, you prove yourself by in that studio. You prove Absolutely. yourself by working in that kitchen. You prove yourself right. by being on that computer. Right. You proved yourself, so now go get what is owed to you. Absolutely. Now you talk about me preaching. <laughs> the same can be said for you, my friend. Absolutely. And just think, this was only one question that I had the opportunity to ask you. I have a slew of others. (laughs) That's right. So let's do this. Let's take our first break. Come back. We will definitely have more time to get into the particulars of this. And of course, the reason why you're also here, uh, Scott, is to talk about the Scott Cares Foundation. So let's do that. But family, it is so good to have you on this program. I don't know why I've waited so long. Shame on me. I know, I know, I know. And it's fun. I, I miss Renee, trust me. I Thank you. you. I miss it too. But I am so glad that we have today to get caught up. Just like old Absolutely. times, my friend. Absolutely. Absolutely. And Radio Family, just like good times with you each and every weekend, your fine company and that of members of our community focused family. Today, it is Scott Abdul Salam, who is the founder and president of Scott Cares Foundation. We'll be back with more great conversation. And right here, you're listening to Community Focus. We'll be back right after this. It is more of the weekend edition of Community Focus, part two, if you will, welcoming those of you just joining us. Thank you so much for the great company, Radio Family, and each and every weekend here at our Odyssey stations. Great conversation with members of our Community Focus family. Today, no different, as I, Renee Vaughn, do return with Scott Abdul Salam with Scott Cares Foundation. Now, Scott, I actually, this was going to be my second question, but I kind of gave it away in the first half of the program. But it can bear repeating, especially those who just may be tuning in and didn't quite catch Mm -hmm. us for the first half of the program. What is the mission of Scott Cares Foundation? So the mission of Scott Cares Foundation is to embrace the arts while teaching and promoting computer literacy and technology. So embrace that art, though, art being a metaphor for life, but really embrace the arts, the creative potential that have that you have been blessed with. So we want people to embrace that side of you, who you Mm -hmm. are. But we also want to, in the real world, promote or while teaching and promoting the computer literacy aspect to be able to communicate and technology to be able to advance um, in the community. And, And that's what we do. Wonderful. And for those who may not have heard you mention this uh, earlier on the program, Scott Cares Foundation goes all the way back to 2015. That seems like another lifetime, <laughs> doesn't it? I think 2005. Right, right. 2005. So that's what, 16 years and counting that it has been around. So I guess the next obvious question, are there others involved in Scott's Cares besides yourself? Yes, there are. And I'll tell you. Even starting this organization, you know, like you, Renee, you want to do something to give back to the community. I think Community Focus is an amazing platform to be able to give, to be able to share, and to be able to introduce 
it's the same thing with us. You know, when I, when I started this, I wanted to be in a situation where I could do something for the community to give back. That mm-hmm. has given me so much. Yeah. So, so yeah, 2005 was something that we did. Let, let me also say this really quick with regards to the mission. A lot of times, you know, or oftentimes people forget about the arts. So people talk a lot about STEM programs, right? right, right. Well, you know, I'm from New Jersey, so uh, I was talking to my sister one day up there. She's the principal of the school. She said, you know, we're moving from STEM to STEAM. She said, we have to put the A back into this thing. I said, what are you talking about? We have to put the arts back into it. And oh, I'm like, wow. good for you. And so we were like from STEM that. to STEAM because they had to add. And, 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 I, and I challenged people. I said, tell me a profession that, you, that exists right now mm-hmm. where there's no creative process involved. Right. You can't. You know, that's Everything true. has a creative true. process. Absolutely. I'm talking about lawyers, doctors. Right. Just everything. There is a creative component to that piece. So, so true. now the, the deep part about uh, the conversation <laughs> is we wanted to cultivate what lie dormant in individuals, which was the creative talent, the process. Right. We believe or I believe that you can teach the technical aspect of anything. Okay, you need to push this button or hold this to exactly. three. Exactly. But the creative, but the, but the creativity is a gift from God. So I believe that the creativity is what we cultivate. Technical, you can teach that. But those that have a creative talent, Absolutely. I think it's our obligation to help them reach their full potential and then allow them to change the world mm-hmm. with that talent. If you don't think Michael Jackson didn't change the world with his talent, Hello. then you're under a rock. Okay. Yeah, really, really. <laughs> and so you don't have to be, you know, and, and I think a, a lot of times when I when I go into the high schools and I share the foundation with the students mm-hmm. and they love it because it's almost like oh, I can exhale now because I found someone who gets me. Right, but exactly. Then, <laughs> but then they'll say, I said, so what do you want to major in? Because, you know, we give scholarships to students pursuing career in the arts. Well, my mom wants me to major in business. I'm like, okay, but your your portfolio is amazing. Right. Well, my mom wants me to major in business, business because she doesn't want me to be a starving artist. Again, the un, in, the uneducated on the, the how big this business is uh, uh, makes people maybe go into something that maybe they don't want to do or their heart is not into it. And that is the sad part about it. But right. to the parents, my job is not to convince your student to change their major. My challenge is to share with parents possibilities of creative majors. Absolutely, Scott. I really like that because it's saying to me personally, when I think about how talented our young people are, and a lot of that talent is just so untapped because it's like you said, they don't have the avenues in either the environment or the people with which they can say, okay, here's what I'm good at, whether it's, you know, culinary school, whether it's it's drawing. I I have a former classmate who I had no idea how good of an artist she actually was. And she posts a number of her portraits on social media. And I'm just like, her artwork is absolutely amazing. And I think she had just finished. If she hasn't graduated from some art school, she's in the process of doing so. And it's like, it's even become, perhaps it could be a future career in that if she sells her pieces, I just don't see those pieces being sold in just the United States alone. I mean, think globally of what our artwork does because she does beautiful 
artwork on celebrities, on everyday Mm -hmm. people. And it just Mm -hmm. amazes me because, like you said, I don't remember her talent being tapped when we were in school. I had no idea she was that talented of an artist. Isn't it amazing? Yeah, she's just awesome. And I I think that about this generation of, of kids and even more so as we continue to really adjust to this new norm of, of life yeah. and just the way that we're yeah. living as we're in right. this COVID-19 pandemic times, how much of a challenge it likely was for a lot of our kids who weren't going to class to be taught right. how to be an artist, right. how to be a singer, how to be a dancer, so on and so forth, because they were at home for That's literally true. a year, 12 whole months of yeah. not being able to really let those creative juices flow. But then, you know, and I think everybody is is just different. Some people probably actually function better under those conditions. (laughs) And that likely may have been the case for some of our kids because, you know, when, when you're at home and you really aren't around your peers or your friends and you're not doing the things that you were doing before COVID came on board, it was like, you know, our our minds have this amazing way of of thinking and doing things pretty much kind of outside the box. So we probably had a lot of our students to do that so that once they initially started coming back into the classroom, mm-hmm. again, going back to that untapped talent. Well, what was it for you? Because you said your passion is arts and technology. Were you the yeah. artist? Were you the, you know, whatever? So... Yeah, yeah. So, oddly enough, when I was uh, growing up, um, I used to I drew, I drew a lot. I drew a lot, and um, I told my mom, "When I get big, I want to be an architect." You know? Oh, so, yeah. I just needed to build houses. So, so I ended up, you know, going to North Carolina A and T State University, Aggie Pride. And, nice, yeah. They and, it was under AE the AE program, but also under the art design program. Ah, oh, nice. And and I really loved that side, that creative freedom, that expression. And and so I I was the artist. I was I always wanted to learn everything about art, everything right. about different medias, mm-hmm. mediums. You know, and you, and when you look at yourself, and and so I go back to what you just said a few minutes ago about COVID and COVID keeping kids in the in the house. Right. Well, you know what. When the kids are in a group setting, this is where the competition comes out. This is where right. we learn from each other. Exactly. And so you have that. There's value in that. And so the value that I experienced, even going to A and T, is being in rooms where people were better than me. And then me, I know I was, you know, I was like OCD, so mine had to be perfect. <laughs> right. You know. So, but you learn from your peers. You learn yeah. from those yeah. that are doing the same things that you're doing, and. I think for me, once I found out, well, this, now here, here's the, the crazy part. Uh-huh. So when I went to A&T, believe it or not, I'm about to date myself, so, you know, forgive me. Here, but <laughs> no, no problem. When I was at A&T, like the Macintosh wasn't even around. <laughs> like It was there, but yes. it was only for that one special student that right. we couldn't touch. Yeah, right, I taught exactly. myself after I graduated from A&T, how to use the Macintosh computer right. when I worked at a place called 
Kinkos. Yes. So I told myself, right? And so the guy told me, the manager said, listen, you can have this job. And I'm thinking, look, I'm a college grad. He said, well, you can have this job, but you got to work third shift by yourself. And I'm right. like, okay. Not a problem. <laughs> but, right. But what I ended up doing there was a computer in the in the uh, in the work in the self service station for the customers. Mm-hmm. I would get my work done maybe like twelve at night, and then I would just teach myself from twelve to about three in the morning. Wow! And then you know they had to clean up the store. But believe it or not, true story. Six maybe six months after I graduated, mm-hmm. and 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 did all of that, yeah. I got a phone call from Jerbo Jeans. Really? Who interviewed as a designer? Sent a portfolio in. Think about it. I just learned this stupid computer. Computer. (laughs) Ended up getting the job, and my career in apparel had just opened the door wide open from that point forward. Oh, my my, God. Thank you for sharing that experience, Scott. (laughs) That is amazing. You know what? I am laughing with you because we probably have some uh, younger generation of listeners (laughs) tuning in who are looking at their electronic devices or the radio itself thinking, Kinko's, what is that? (laughs) What is that? What is is a Macintosh? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. How about that? Right, right. But that's okay, because for us old school heads, we know exactly what you're doing. You know, Kinko's was our best friend. Oh, my <laughs> God. Kinko's was day. Awesome. <laughs> That was everything. long before we had our own personal computers and printers and right. could do everything right. like we do from the house right. and office. Everybody was going to Kinko's. Got to get that. Co- what you here it. for? <laughs> That's right. That's right. Oh man, I got to make these flyers for the party that's coming up on Friday, Saturday night. You know, (laughs) I love it. I love it. Thank you for that wonderful trip down memory lane, (laughs) Scott. Let me take this opportunity to welcome those who are just tuning in. This is why I love, like you said, thank you so much for mentioning uh, earlier having such a beautiful platform with which to get the word out and talk about good persons like yourself doing some great things in our community. We do welcome you, Radio Family, to the weekend edition of Community Focus. I am with the founder and president of Scott Cairns Foundation, Mr. Scott Abdul-Salam. Again, the mission is to embrace the arts while teaching and promoting both computer literacy and technology. Now, Scott, I guess the next question would be, does the foundation assist in other areas outside of the arts? We do. Now, let me apologize. Let me go back. Why? Okay. A, a direct question. Do Are other people involved? Yes. <laughs> so on the college campus, I'm sorry. On the college campus, there were chapters, actually. There was a chapter at A&T. There were, there were volunteer students at Bennett College. Right. At, you know, what sounds like different, different schools yeah. across Guilford and Forsyth County. And the reality is I wanted to create a cool organization that would teach philanthropy. Because think right. about it. Kids in college you know, your job is go to school, get good grades, graduate. So the organization, I didn't want that to kind of inhibit them from doing those things. But I did want the organization to be able to teach mentorship and philanthropy. Mm -hmm. Why philanthropy? Well, because, you know, if you teach a kid early to give back when he becomes, you know, a a member of society getting paid, he will then give back as well. So I wanted to put that into the college kids early. Mm -hmm. So now did they give from their money? No, no, they gave their time. We raised money to give scholarships, but I wanted them to be a part of the giving process so they can feel like, wow, I, I empowered them to say, 
we have given over X amount of scholarships to students exactly. pursuing careers like us or going to college. And so I would give that to them so they can hang that on their resume, hang that mm-hmm. on their chest to say, listen, mm-hmm. I was a part of this process to make someone's life better. And so that is when you talk about are other people involved? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We have a little bit some young young professionals like Jersey and Courtney and, and other folks who are yeah. very instrumental in this organization on the marketing side, the IT side, to keep us going. Absolutely. You, you know, you, 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 many of our events, you were there, you mm-hmm. emceed the event, but people look mm-hmm. at you and say, wow, I want to be like that. Mm-hmm. How do I get to that point? Mm-hmm. And so just like you, just like them, very instrumental in what we do as far as the cultivation process. Right. So, yes, there are other people involved from, um, and, and, and one other point to mention, there was a young lady, uh, her name was uh, Jillian. She was in high school, and mm-hmm. her mom said, you need to join this organization. She joined in high school. She ended up getting a scholarship. She went to NC State. She ended up graduating from NC Graphic Design and stayed with the organization. She, she, and, her, and then her mom, every time her mom would go anywhere, oh, my God, Scott Kids Foundation is great. She helped send my kid through college. And it was just a great program and, and great people mm-hmm. to help her where she uh, had some challenges in some other areas. Uh, we were able to help her uh, with that. And then we were able to even introduce her and some others uh, to future Job. I think someone had said they would, my dream job go to Disney. Well, guess what? Right. One of our members left Winston-Salem and went to Disney. And went to so Disney. Made, wow. made the introduction. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So, 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 yeah, other people are definitely involved in the organization. And, um, and we really, really like that because there are students out there that want to know, uh, believe it or not, when they look at you, you may think they're looking at you critically but mm-hmm. no they're looking at you in envy to say wow how did renee vaughn get to where she is yeah. she went to ec renee- <laughs> you knew me ECU. well and you know renee vaughn <laughs> thinks the same thing too <laughs> i'm talking to myself <laughs> in third person but you know what scott i love the fact that you are mentioning this because i think that's what encourages a lot of our young people is that they are able to see the example in others like you, like me, like Courtney, like Jersey, like what DeSheree was able to do. We even have another mutual friend in in Alicia Diggs-Bailey when um, back in, you know, back in the day. And I I think about her design company and and how well that that she's doing. And she's relocated to a a bigger, beautiful city and it's just continuing to thrive. And both her children, I cannot believe, Yep. The, her son just graduated, speaking of NC State, and she's got a daughter who's going to be starting her freshman year at Duke. And so yeah. the kids are just, you know, doing so wonderfully well. And it puts a smile on my face because there are parents like her who are going down a similar path with their kids who do have this passion, whether it's in the arts or in technology to go and, like you said, be a contributor to society and give back. And they, in turn, encourage the next up-and-coming generation to do the same thing. So it's a really great example of something that's recycled in a positive way. Yes. Oh, my God, yes. (laughs) I love that. Now, you touched on scholarships. Let me ask you, how many scholarships has the foundation given in its history? Uh, You know... (laughs) You know, that is such a great question. Now, this is the tearjerker moment for me yeah. when I'm at the gala because, again, go back. It's me, Scott. Okay, I work 
in the apparel business. I work as your bow. I work for the N one basketball. I work for the NBA. So I work for some really, really good companies. So when you're working like that, it's just about you. But I wanted to create an organization where I can give back. I said that. Great. Now I'm in a position of power to write a check for somebody. So now you're saying, how many checks have I written? You uh, let me let me say this. So, <laughs> um, 2000 and I think it was eight. Yeah. We gave humanitarian awards to uh, some individuals, but one was Dr. Jeanette B. Cole. So I went to her office. So I was so nervous, I freaking tripped over the phone, knocked the phone over, and they oh, just no. laughed at me. <laughs> but I had made a comment. I said, you know, I'm just starting out my organization. I think I only gave out two scholarships, but I would love to be like you, where you have given out, you know, a ton of scholarships. She's like, baby. You will do that. You just keep doing what you're doing. That's exactly so to, her. <laughs> to date, we have given 64 domestically and about 30 internationally. Wow. About Wonderful. Congratulations to that. And that, yeah. think, see, look what you did there. Because my next question was, does <laughs> Scott Karras Foundation, and, and we'll call it SCF for short, exist yeah. in other states or other countries? Yeah, so we went ahead and, and did the paperwork for Atlanta, Georgia, or yes. for Georgia. Uh, mm. But we are in um, uh, Ghana, Africa. Wonderful. And I, I did fly to Cuba as well, and I met with uh, schools mm-hmm. in Cuba. And the thing about Cuba is their uh, schools are free. So they said, we don't need any scholarship money for schools, oh. but maybe some supplies and stuff like that. Right. So that that was an opportunity for us. But the uh, the Africa piece to what we did, how, how we even got into Africa, I always wanted to do international philanthropy. Right. And so we had some students that were part of the organization that attended Salem College. Mm-hmm. And uh, two of them, one was from the Congo and one was from Ghana. And I guess their grandfathers and fathers were pretty influential in the country. So I said, okay, this summer, whoever comes back with the information, uh-huh. that's where we're going. So wow. so Amashi came back with her information, and we ended up, I ended up taking a delegation of students to Africa, West Africa, Ghana. Uh, and we ended up adopting, uh, it was the Ashanti Apa Presbyterian Junior High School. Mm-hmm. And it was so amazing such an amazing experience the kids wow. were amazing and we were we would give around 10 scholarships a year to the to the kids nice. uh with, with that money though it's a little different here you write a check they go, it goes straight to the school mm-hmm. there you write a check it goes for their uniforms their food their tests and their tuition mm-hmm. so it, it goes a little longer right, right. um and then to be there and to uh to be with the kids and Eventually, you can. We we end up going to the schools and and you know in front of the kids or taking pictures. And I brought T-shirts and everyone. Can you please sign my shirt, sir? And I'm like, yes. Oh, and then the letters. Like if you go to our Facebook page on, uh, you know Scott Cares, uh, uh, Facebook, you'll see the letters they they wrote back. Nice. And and the letters just make you you know just tear up. It's just like sure, sure we just thank God for you and for what you have done for us mm-hmm. and our family. And again, you're looking at people who may not have money mm-hmm. to do certain things, and you afforded them the opportunity to educate their child. You know, Absolutely. and I think that says a lot 
really to does. who we are. Mm-hmm. And I made sure too that once you go there, if you bring some, you know, some kids from over here that are are so used to certain, I'm gonna say, accoutrement of life. Right. You know, you say, listen, we we go here. We don't. We never talk about poverty. We never talk about any of those things. We just live in the moment. We accept them for where they are, and we help them uh, improve their situation through education, mm-hmm. not money. Because mm-hmm. you don't want to start to have everyone use that measuring stick to measure exactly. success. Exactly. Money stick. No, let's use other things. Yeah. Uh, health and 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 education. Exactly. And we were we were able to help with the construction of. Uh, a library and some stuff like that. But mm-hmm. yeah, um, we exist in uh, in Africa. Now, since then, they have shut that school down because uh, I guess we tapped out in the village, no more kids. But right. uh, we are definitely looking to go to some other places Wonderful. to aid and assist in ways that we can help. Excellent. Now, you know that sounds like a future program, so thank you for mentioning that. <laughs> and let me tell you, Scott, gosh, time always flies when we're engaged in great conversation. So let me just uh, quickly mention that you have annually the Scott Cares Foundation Scholarship and Humanitarian Awards Gala. The question is, how, how can one be nominated for a humanitarian award? So humanitarian awards are, are cool. So humanitarian awards, we... We give those in four areas, okay. okay? So it's almost like our, and Courtney came up with this one, four pillars of purpose. So it's art, education, technology, and community service. Yes. And basically, in those areas, if you have been instrumental in the arts or, you know, in education, so we recognize people in those areas, in, in those four areas. It could be an individual or it could be a group or it could be a company. It could be whatever. But we just want to recognize those so that when we bring you back to the gala with those students, again, they're looking at you as, wow, I didn't know that existed. Or, man, I want to do that or I want to be like that. So we want to recognize those that go unrecognized. And then number two, we want to be an inspiration to those kids that are sharing the same same stage that day or that evening. Right. with you to be able to tell your story to them and to give them a charge. And the reason why, and I don't know if you're going to ask this question or not, but I'm going to tell you, the reason why <laughs> we do the gala, I'm going to tell you, because one year I went to, you know, so uh, what is it, uh, scholarship day when you go out to the, to the high schools and right. you have to, awards day, and you have to go present, hey, my name is Scott, I'm with Scott Care Foundation, we like to give yes. such and such student, uh, Scott, right. So, so I went, to these schools and I noticed that once you get a scholarship then you then you're disconnected with that kid forever. Mm. Like that's not cool. Right. So I said let's let's create something that is going to make them remember us by giving us money and let them know that we care about them. So let's go we're gonna do this big gala in their honor. Mm. And that's what I did. So these so think about it. Yeah. These students, you have to do a photo shoot, and you have the green and white shirt on. We do a video shoot. Mm-hmm. We take them somewhere. I mean, we, we make this big old thing that. within two weeks. Yeah. And when they come to the to the event, they're sitting on stage as if they know each other. They have never met each other until yeah. this process began, and they have become friends. And it's so cool where to see these people that you have grabbed from all these different schools right. to recognize them and then to give them a charge mm-hmm. and to help them say, hey, listen— we're counting on you. The community is counting on you. And um, if you need anything, you can reach back to us. And that's why I did it, because I wanted them to know how special they were yeah. and 
that oh, we yeah. are counting on them to change the world. Absolutely. Now, Scott, outside of finding you on social media, how can for us as the community or even for students who are listening get in contact with you if they have further questions or need more information? Yep. So either social media or if they want to call 336-525-1SCF or 1723, either one. Okay. <laughs> I just try to be kind of cool with that. Yes. I love it. I love it. <laughs> 336-525-1723. Wonderful. <laughs> so, and and. And let me share this really, uh, like the shameless plug. So let me just tell you this really quick. Sure. This is this is where I want people to really, really understand who they are. So you know, my fiance, beautiful lady, yes. Tanisha Monique Cupcakes. Tanisha, same story. Working at a at health benefits, doing you know, doing health benefits. You know, I'm not going to mention the company. Got laid off. Decided to go cook a baker cake with her grandma. All of a sudden, I ain't going to tell you the story, but umpteen years later, she's on Netflix. She is, has her own yeah. bakery. She is mm. doing her thing. She is. Because she recognized, one, her passion, her talent. Mm-hmm. Two, she didn't give up on her dream. That's right. Sometimes these little jobs that we grab, I understand why we do it. Yeah. Because we, we, we want stability. We want, the, we want the, the money at the time because we're afraid to step out on faith. Yeah. But guess what? When you step on on faith, she found herself on Netflix, Sugar Rush. She found herself with me, the best man in the world. And she, <laughs> it, and she found herself really, no, not that far, but she found herself in a environment to be able to also give back and to be That's a pillar right. in the community and an example to say, hey, listen, I too um, have a passion. I too reached for my full potential and you can look to me as something to be in the culinary Field and Absolutely. I tell you what, my friend, give her my love. Let her know from me how proud I am of her, how proud I am of you and the yes. new addition to the family. Congratulations. This is my first yes, time yes, of, yes. of being able to share that. But just thank you for all that you do, Scott. Keep up the Absolutely. great work. Now, you know from me, because you're very familiar yeah. with this program, there are never any goodbyes. Just right, until exactly. next time. So let's not wait until X number no. of years to have He's our not. next conversation, okay? Right, right. <laughs> Thank wow. you so much. I really appreciate it. And just keep up the wonderful work, my friend. I will. I appreciate you so much. And I appreciate the community, the listening community, for just tuning to you Thank to you. know that we have some people out there that care about yeah. real issues. And that support you. I mean, oh, come you. on. I see people come and go on this on the stations, but yeah. you are a pillar and a staple, and we appreciate you a thousand Thank you. Times. Well, you know I don't do it alone, so thank you, my friend. I thank know. you, my brother. I appreciate <laughs> it. And what a wonderful what? way to segue into thanking you, Radio Family, for the support that you do give to not just me, but just to this station and to this public affairs program. You have indeed been listening to the weekend edition of Community Focus. As I say in signing off, Everyone, please, let's continue to stay safe. Enjoy the rest of your day and the rest of this weekend. No goodbyes, indeed. Until that next time, take care. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, 
You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh. 